Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Call 516-418-5408 to speak with the host or hit up our social media through the Facebook group or on Twitter at Let's Talk CFL. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL. Our 478. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're talking football here. Oh, CFL football, XFL football, NFL football, some other slime merger blend of football. We're going to talk all sorts of shit tonight. We're going to talk about truncated season. We're going to talk about December Grey Cups. We're going to finally they're listening to me and having the Grey Cup in December. You know, I've been trying, I've been purporting this for years that we should be starting the season later and having up in September, in December or January. And finally, they're listening and they're actually doing it. Everybody wants to start in early in the spring and break up like in October or September or something. What a shit idea is that? They're finally listening to CJ and I I don't know anybody, not a single fucking person out there that's agreed with me. Uh, they're, they're doing it. They're doing it. Just it's, it's a wonderful thing. Life is good. Life is grand. is the god. Uh, football god, anyhow. Yeah, I always wanted to have the body of a god. I just didn't think it was going to be Buddha. Anyhow, so um, we're going to talk some football tonight. Did I actually do a schedule here? Did a week one previews, 15 CFL announced plans for moving forward? Yes, I do. this is the right agenda that Charles made. It's pretty dark, dismal. Um, okay, so we're, what are we going to do? What are we talking about? Uh, travel restrictions in British Columbia. We're not allowed to go anywhere outside of your, I mean, not only are you inside of your, your, your health divisions type of things, you're not allowed out of your little quadrant of your health division. So yeah, I don't know. What are they going to do? Set up roadblocks and have Nazis all over the place. You got Stoppos coming to get you. Uh, have you got your vaccine? You got little vaccine cards? Okay, well, we're going to print up a bunch of them, so if anybody needs any, just give us a shout, and we'll get you some vaccine cards, because ain't no fucking way in hell that they're sticking that in my body. Okay, um, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, shit, man. Okay, uh, now, I really have a problem, you know. I, I, I want to just, I'm staying away from Facebook. I absolutely do, because the plethora of people who are out there lining up to get their vaccines just blows my mind, just absolutely boggles my mind. Talk to any any medical profession professional, and they will tell you that this vaccine will not stop you from getting COVID. This vaccine will not stop you from spreading COVID. So what's the fucking point? What's the fucking point? I don't understand. Why why are we doing this? You know, all of our lives we've been told to ignore peer pressure and stay and don't experiment with drugs. Now we're being peer pressured into drugs makes no sense to me we're going against all all intelligent logic completely okay hang on i shouldn't be talking about this especially when i got the mics muted on the other guys uh yeah okay sorry 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 my rant shouldn't be about covid and vaccines and everything else so we won't do that okay uh, we just uh, go ahead give it your best shot whatever happens happens but uh ain't happening to me 
Uh, we're going to open up some mics here. William, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? I am good. I am. I am not gonna. I am not gonna pass judgment. You're not gonna touch that subject, face. right? Is that what you're gonna no, say? No, I'm not gonna pass. I'm not gonna pass judgment on people who are getting vaccinated. I mean, everybody is uh, is allowed to uh, do their own thing, but. I did get a I did get a phone call from the Calgary Stampeders this week. Oh asking me okay. some asking me some silly questions. And the first question the first silly question was uh they are very optimistic there's gonna be a football season this year. That's nice. Yes. Um, yeah. wanted to know wanted to know if I would be willing to participate in sitting in the stands, okay? And I said Fill the place up, and I'm there. <laughs> okay. Then I also asked the man, "Is there any chance that you people will refuse uh, people who have not been vaccinated?" And he said to me, "No, we can't do that. That's unconstitutional." He said. So he answered my questions right. If the Stampeders open tomorrow, I'm there, man. It's that simple. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Well, I, it does sound like there's going to be a football season, and they are talking about having, what was it, 10 to 15% of the stands opened up, and uh, we're going to get to all of that. We're going to get to all of that. Uh, welcome to the show, Charles. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. Me too. I had I had a good day at work today. Uh, it's the first day I actually did something in the last two weeks. In two weeks that I have been at the new job site, my excavator has moved for about 10 hours out of two weeks. Wow. I build them full, full rate. You know, I still got full money for being there and sitting around doing nothing. But do you know how hard it is for a person to sit around and do nothing? And the day yeah, drags and drags and drags. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in a 25-ton excavator, you want to hit something. You want to dig. You want to do yeah, something, yeah. right? But, but you have time to talk to Todd Mogi all day. So um, I didn't talk to Todd Mogi. Was I talking to Todd Mogi today? I have no idea. Neither do I. Okay. Let's say it. He was ranting I'm about sorry, something. Andy. I don't even know. I don't even remember what it was. Who cares? I don't know either. I, I, I think I did say stuff to one of his posts. Um, where is it? I don't know. I don't care. Oh, it's sleepy time. It would keep you awake. Yeah, well, it is. It, my my sleep time has been getting earlier and earlier. I don't know why. It's uh, am I getting old or what's going on? But you know, I'm getting up at four in the morning. So <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Did you send Mister? Did you send Mark a text or not? I put it in a group. A group chat. Yeah, I saw oh, that too. Okay. He messaged him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look. I, I didn't look. Okay. Yeah, I said, Mark, your okay. picks are from the wrong week. So, okay. you know, I don't know what else I can do. 
Yep. I could I could go back and find his phone number and send him a text message on his phone, but I don't know if that would do any any better or any good. And uh, you know, that's just in, in a slight invasion of privacy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Besides, I don't really want him to answer the questions. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't so far. He's probably gone to bed by now, or he's working, one of the two. No, he's probably working. And he, That's true. He'll get a, well, maybe he'll get a break. Yeah, maybe he'll get a See, break. Like, he doesn't like, smoke anymore, so maybe he'll look at his phone. Austin Charles, Matthews, if Charles you see Luke Mark, tell him his picks are wrong. And, and Christopher's climbing really quickly. So, you know, I might actually catch Mark. So, yeah, no, I don't want him to fix his picks this week. Uh, I got yeah, I won't get out of the basement, okay, guys? Please? So, yeah, by the looks of it, the season is changed. We're not going to have to double up any of our weeks. Okay? The yep. season is not going to start on time, so everything is fine, and we don't have to uh, stretch Sparky out or anything like that. Um, so, uh, let's go over the games. Good. Are we moving on? Everybody okay with that? Special announcements you want to make? Shout outs? No? no? Not that I can think of. Nope. CFL, what we're made of. <laughs> these things. These really ask questions. You know, where they have no what your, your Piedmont is. And, 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 and a zillion people, I cannot believe how many people cannot do these simple math questions properly. Bed math. Yeah, bed math. They teach you that in like the fourth grade or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Like, seriously. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Where am I? What, what was I doing? Oh yeah, we're doing this, the the games. Here we are. Okay, so we right. last last week we had a Toronto Argonauts. These were these were games where all visiting teams were ten point handicap. All of them. Okay, every single one of them. And then, and then Sparky comes out and he tries to tell me that the Calgary and uh, Winnipeg were actually tied. And I, I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they were. But who cares? Um, we, we did it this way. We, we said that they were all tied, and that's the, what we're going to live with. Because it, yep. it, it doesn't make a difference in the final score if it was the other way or not. Okay, so uh, here yeah. we are. Toronto is a 10-point handicap going into Montreal. So Toronto rolls a 54. Montreal rolls a 54. It's a tie. I am... Absolutely convinced that we had made a uh, 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 situation, uh, a procedure for when it was tie, and Sparky was supposed to do something else just so that the tie didn't, or overtime, or I don't know, I don't remember. 
So yeah. anyhow, uh, you, the game was, now that you're saying this, I think we did. Now that you're saying, I remember something. I don't know what we did, but I remember us discussing this before. I, I think we went into overtime and rolled the dice again. Something like that. But what, whichever. Oh, only Too late one to do dice. anything about it now. Oh, only I think yeah. we rolled one dice each for each team for overtime, and if it was still tie, then it was a tie. Right. And, and I think that's what we we decided on. And uh, Sparky obviously dropped the ball again. Oh my God! We'll just what are we going to do with him? I think we need to take we'll him, him and vlog him. Yeah. Cut his salary. Cut his salary. Cut, cut his Come salary. On. Yeah. Cut his salary. That's right. Penalize him somehow, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember I looked at the results. I'm like, how did I get three points this week? That's an odd number. And then I looked, oh, we have a tie. I'm like, hmm. But, but we're not we supposed tie. to have a tie. I, I, if I remember correctly, we were supposed to go into overtime, and each team rolled one dice, one die. And, that and makes sense. Then, and then the outcome was to the winner, and if it was they, – they came up again, then, uh, it, they, then, then the game was tied. And, and maybe Sparky did, and he's just not telling us because it's not there anywhere. He could have nipped in another column there for dice three. Um, okay, so anyhow, yeah. uh, he gave everybody straight across one point because we one of the two teams, so there you go. Okay, uh, the second game, which was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers into Calgary, Winnipeg being a 10-point handicap. And this is where um, we probably made a bit of an error where it shouldn't have been the extra five. So Winnipeg should have been a five-point handicap, and that would have been it. Uh, Winnipeg would, got 25 points. They would have got 30 points. Uh, Calgary came in with a, a – commanding 42 so they 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 whooped winnipeg no matter what okay will you took calgary cj took calgary mark and charles took winnipeg no points there will Mm -hmm. they gets two points each okay um edmonton edmonton 10 point handicap going into the hammer uh the tie cats rolled a 14 Edmonton pulled off an offensive coup at 53 points, even though they lost 10. They had 63. Uh, Charles is the only one that paid in this, this week. So uh, you got two points there, Charles. Uh, Will, Mark, and CJ I was the zero smart points one from one. the hammer. What's that? I said I was the smart one on this one. Only oh, one to know. pick Edmonton, and I got it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 just oh. don't go there. Don't go there. Okay, uh, you pick BC next, okay? Oh, come on. <laughs> Let's not I always that. pick BC, so that's not... I know, I know, and we're not doing very well for it. Not this um, time, no. BC Lions, a 10-point handicap going into Saskatchewan. Uh, BC ended up with 31, less 10, 21 points on the final score. Saskatchewan rolled a 54. Uh, straight across the board, everybody put took BC, so there was no points there. Then nobody got any bonuses out of that. So really it was only a three-point, three-game week. Uh, Mm -hmm. So CJ ends up with three points, Will with three points, Charles with three points, and Mark won. So after 15 weeks, the podcast panelists are at Will. 
with 61 points. Charles in second place with 51. Mark has dropped further back in third place at 49. And CJ is closing up with 43. Six points back. We still have, what, six six weeks to go? Six weeks left, yeah. Six weeks to go, where this is awesome. Okay, so the Western Division stands at 9-5. and five. League-leading Saskatchewan Rough Riders. In second place, we have the 7-6 and six Calgary Stampeders who have busted out of that logjam in, in, in second place with Edmonton and Winnipeg, who are both at 6-7 and seven now. And the Bee Lions, who just are fucking dismal this year at 3-10. and ten. Yeah. Uh, and didn't the Lions the- win the Grey Cup in our season last year? Yes, they did. Uh, and I Talk won the poll. Talk about going from the, worst to first, or first to worst. First to worst, yes. Okay, and no. uh, this and Eastern Division has the Montreal Alouettes in first place at 8 and 4. The Ottawa Red Blacks at 7 and 6. Toronto at 6 and 6. And Hamilton at 6 and 7. We still have the potential for Eastern crossover here. Well, we have for a Western crossover as well, because they're all kind of running around the six yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say, it could go either way. It could go either way right now. Whether we get a crossover or not is yet to be decided with six weeks left in the schedule. Uh, that's it. That's the end of week 15. It's in the books. Now, week 16. Week 16 is a bit of an anomaly for us here. A bit of a challenge, and... Uh, well, not really a challenge for us. Mm-hmm. It's, it seems to be a, lit, a little bit more of a challenge for Mark. Okay? <laughs> yeah. That's where the challenge so, comes in. So we have a rule on this podcast with the game picks. And, Sparky, you pay attention to this. This is important. In rules, uh, that if you do not have your scores in by the end of the podcast – you, they do catch. Okay? So, Mark has put in his picks for the week's games, but he picked them from the wrong week. The sad thing is, is two of the games, are, two of, two of the games even though they're out of order, we'll, I don't know whether or not we're going to be nice to them, but we'll, we'll see what happens as we go along, okay? So, first... First game of the week has uh, a 10-point handicap to the Calgary Stampedes, who are visiting the Montreal Alouettes. And Mark has hmm. taken Montreal. What are you going to do, Charles? What am I going to do? Yes. So it's a 10-point underdog to, uh, to Calgary. Hmm. Calgary into Calgary, Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. Calgary yeah. is 10-point handicapped. Mm-hmm. Calgary and Winnipeg. Calgary. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to take the points and go with Winnipeg. Okay. Because they're I a ten point favorite. Cal- so. I thought you said Calgary and Montreal. I did. So no, Charles Cal- is taking Winnipeg. Well, you said Cal- you said <laughs> Calgary and Winnipeg. You confused. No, he didn't. He said Calgary and Montreal. I wrote it down. Sorry. Sorry, let's go Calgary. Okay, I'm going to take 
I'm taking Montreal, not Winnipeg, because they're not playing. But Winnipeg is far more funny. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it would be a it would be a neck and neck race between Charles and Mark. <laughs> it's not just word and spelling mistakes on the agenda I make. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, okay. Montreal so, is my pick. Okay, it's Calgary and Montreal, and you are taking Winnipeg, right? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Montreal. Okay, so Montreal. We'll let you take Montreal. You did change your pick before the end of the podcast, so that's a lot. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll yep. take uh, Hamilton. I'll take Hamilton. You're going to take Hamilton. Now, change your pick now before I put it down. Calgary, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark has taken Montreal, and I am going to take uh, – I'm going to take Calgary. I just got a good feel about the Western team here. Okay, now, the next game is a little iffy. Uh, it's the Edmonton Eskimos. Five-point handicap coming into BC to play the Lions. They're a five-point handicap. Uh, so the points are, are, are straight across. Uh, Mark has taken Winnipeg. Charles, who do you want? I, I would suggest you, you pick between Edmonton and BC. I know there are nine teams in the league. But these two are actually playing in this game, okay? You can pick any team you want, but I would suggest you kind of limit your selection to Edmonton or BC. That's fine. I'll take BC then. Okay. And, William, you, you understand, I'll, right? You've got one? Yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Canucks. <laughs> okay. Say it out loud for Sparky. I will. I will take the BC Lions. Okay. Okay. And CJ is going to take the Lions as well. Okay. The third game of the week is uh, Winnipeg and Toronto into Toronto. They Winnipeg is the visitor, and Toronto and Winnipeg are of equal points in the standing, so there is no additional points. No additional handicap here. So it's Winnipeg is down five. Winnipeg and Toronto. And Mark has chosen Hamilton. Charles. I'm going to take the Shreveport Pirates. (laughs) Uh, If you took the Baltimore Stallions, you might actually win. You never know. No, I will take Toronto. You're going to take Toronto. Okay, yeah. and uh, William, what are you going to do there? I'm going to take Toronto, too. Yeah, and so am I. Winnipeg's right up there with Saskatchewan with me right now, so I'm going to take the Argos, even though they failed me last week. Uh, we'll go on. Okay, and the final game of the week has the Hamilton Tiger Cats, a 10-point underdog, going into Ottawa. Is that correct? Let me go take a look. Um, no, um, where am I here? Yes, yes, yes. Ottawa is, is seven and six in the season so far, and Hamilton is six and seven. So, yes, Hamilton is a 10-point handicap Ottawa, going to Ottawa. Mark has chosen Saskatchewan. Uh, 
Charles, how say you? I'm playing the underdog, and I am going to take Hamilton. You're taking Hamilton. And, uh, William, what are you going to do? I will take Saskatchewan. (laughs) You never take Saskatchewan. Okay, I'll take Hamilton then. You're taking Hamilton? And I'm going against the grain with Ottawa. Actually, I think Mark went against the grain. But (laughs) now, now... Um, I think he I went against the universe. I don't want to insult you or anything, but are you 100% correct, sir? I don't know. About hey. what week we're playing. Okay, so Sparky's thing that he just sent to us says week 15 in it, and it's Toronto, Montreal, yeah. and these are the ones that we picked. And I looked at the schedule okay. to week 15, and it's Toronto, Montreal, okay. Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Hamilton, BC, Saskatchewan. So I assume... And, and, you know, I might be, it might be a bit of a stretch. I assumed that the next week would be 16. After 15, I assume 16. So I'm looking at the correct. CFL schedule for – and I, oh, I didn't check the year. Maybe I should check the year here. Okay. Maybe, maybe I got the wrong year. Uh, nope, 2001 or, or 2021. <laughs> okay. 2001. 2021. And week 16 is Calgary in Montreal, Edmonton in BC, Winnipeg, Toronto, Hamilton, and Ottawa. So Mark's picks were actually good picks for last week. Right. Like all of the teams played in the correct order that he's picked for week 15. Okay. Okay. I don't know what to say. I mean, he's just, he fucked the dog on this one. Screwed the pooch, whatever you want. He he just, he did it wrong. And he's got an hour and a half to fix it. Otherwise, (laughs) I just hope Calgary beats Montreal, and then he's not going to win any. Okay. Anything else here? I think that's it. Let's put those in the drawer. Uh, Okay. uh, I got to recap this for Sparky because this week was a little bit confusing. In the Calgary-Montreal game, Charles took Montreal. Will took Calgary. Mark took Montreal. CJ took Calgary. In the Edmonton-BC game, Charles took BC. Will took BC. Mark took Winnipeg. He took BC. In the Winnipeg-Toronto game, Charles took Toronto, Will took Toronto, Mark took Hamilton, and CJ took Toronto. And then in the Hamilton-Ottawa game, Charles took Hamilton, Will took Hamilton, Mark took Saskatchewan, and CJ took Ottawa. Okay, so that's recap for Sparky. Everybody knows what they got here. And let her roll, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what else to say, <laughs> but I I I I really enjoyed myself in that little segment there. So this talk CFL. All right, moving on, moving on with the schedule in not the schedule the uh, agenda. Uh, segment two: the CFL announces a plan for moving forward with the 2021 season. 
it, I understand that we're starting training camp sometime in July, and we will have kickoff in August, and we will have a Grey Cup on December 12th in Hamilton. I don't know the other dates, but that's am I am I close here on this? That's about right. That's my understanding. So do they? We actually have a kickoff date now, or do we have a schedule? Yes. Uh, we don't have a schedule. Have to re- yeah, I'm guessing they're going to have to revamp that uh, because uh, 14 weeks is four weeks shorter than the normal one. But they're cutting out more than the first four weeks, so that I'm guessing they're going to have to reschedule. Well, it, it because it's, it, it's 14 games, not 14 weeks. Right, 14 games. I'm going to have to assume that there's going to be some buys in there. Yes, that's true. Um, I would think there would have to be at least know. two, considering we have three with an 18 game schedule. There should be two at least, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I haven't seen, I cannot see where there actually would be a date for starting. Oh, uh, the target date is to start a regular season is August 5. I say target date because our plan is subject to the state of COVID-19 across the country. A so-called right. third wave in some provinces is forcing us to postpone the start of a regular season, which had been scheduled for June 10th. So-called. He, he used the word so-called. Like, seriously? Who used this? Ambrosi. Oh, well, big surprise there. It's yep. a true statement, Will. So-called. What? Yeah. Will put up a post. Did you not see it? It's pretty fun. Uh, he goes, I'm just going back I, to find it. I see people around my age mountain climbing. I feel good getting good getting my leg through my underwear without losing my balance. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I'm not going mountain climbing. It's not going to happen. So look, looking at the current CFL schedule that's out there, obviously the one that was supposed there are games uh, slated for August the 5th. So I'm not sure whether or not the plan is to start on that date and just start with this schedule or if they're going to redo the schedule. Well, okay. Let's look at that. And, and August the 5th is week 9. Okay? Yes. Means that we have lost eight weeks. Assuming that there's one yeah. buy in there per team, okay, that means we lost seven games. Uh, which okay. means that they're going to have to redo the schedule then. Which means that there would be an eleven-game season, not a fourteen. Right. Just just doing real simple elementary school math here, grade four or something. <sighs> I, I'm just going with the fact that, yeah, they're going to do a schedule. It, it, this just ain't going to happen. They may – a lot of the games may – the same dates afterwards because they have done interdivisional. But I also heard that they're not – they're going to start the season strictly with games in the Western Division because the Eastern Division is such a clusterfuck right now with mm-hmm. COVID. Right. Now, I don't know if that – 
was something that they were suggesting before the postponement of the, the season. Yeah. Of the start of the season. Maybe they were, they were going to still try it June 10th and only do Western mm-hmm. games until what, Labor Day or something. But I, I understand that that's, that's uh, something else that has been said is that there won't be any Eastern Division games at the beginning of the season. Those boys will always all be and on we, the road. And when you say Eastern Division games, you mean games in the East, not, uh, not necessarily the Eastern teams will be playing, but they'll all be playing out West. Correct. Yes. Yeah, the Eastern teams by, will still be playing. They just won't be playing in the East. Yes, because by far the worst province right now in terms of COVID is Ontario, getting 4,000-plus uh, cases per day, and there are three teams in Ontario. So that yes. there's where the big uh, roadblock really is thrown up. And Montreal and Winnipeg are very close to Ontario. Right. Montreal more so because I think there's still a three-day drive from Winnipeg to Toronto, isn't there? Uh, I think it's more two-day, but... Uh, anybody who's driven that, well, I'm talking about, it just feels like it's a week and a half. It's so boring. It's the most boring drive I've ever had. Okay. Closest I've been to Ontario is Thunder Bay, is so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, the trip from Thunder Bay to Toronto is like two, two and a yeah. half days of boredom. Yeah, it says yeah. here that uh, the driving time from Winnipeg to Toronto is 20 hours and 43 minutes. Normal person. Now, I, I, I did that the yeah. other day when I drove to Edmonton yeah. and back in one day. Mm-hmm. And that's if you cut through the U.S., Probably longer if you go the other way. I don't know. Yeah, I've well, yeah, never, we had I've never been to Ontario. No, no, you're, you're not missing anything. No. I was told I'm not missing much. No, we got Ontario people mad at us. I've always had Ontario people mad at me. I've always had Saskatchewan people yeah, mad at me. I usually have Winnipeg people mad at me. For the most part, Hamilton fans don't like me. And you know what? Neither does Saskatchewan. Ed- Edmonton, Edmonton, no, Saskatchewan fans totally hate me. And uh, Calgary and Edmonton think that I hate their teams. So, I, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them all. I, I, there's <laughs> nothing going on there. It's not just going to happen. <sighs> Okay. So I see a lot of people just losing their shit because they're saying, oh, well, how are we going to have a Grey Cup in Hamilton in December 12th? It's only like two weeks or three weeks later than it normally would be. So it's not going to make that big a difference. And if you get a good day in Hamilton, if you get a good day in Hamilton in December, you can have a pretty good football game. It could be 12 degrees. People just lose it saying, oh, how are they going to do that? Nobody's going to go baloney. You mean to tell me that Hamilton on December 12th would be worse or colder than Saskatchewan would be on November 25th? Or Winnipeg. I don't buy that. Not for a second. You know what, Charles? The biggest biggest issue right now is people are generally just pissed off, okay? Because of the yep. other stuff going on, 
And so they tend to complain about everything. Yeah, let's just find something to complain and complain about it. Big deal. Yeah. Grow up. Okay. So that's the season. Are are you okay? Are you happy with this, Charles? Would you go to the BC Lion games? Are you going to go to the games starting August 5th? Uh, I mean, it sounds like there's going to be limited tickets, at least at the very beginning, providing that they get, you know, approval from the province. And let's face it, I mean, 5,000 people in a 54,000-seat stadium, I think you can probably pretty easily uh, distance when you got five. You can distance when you got 12,000 people in that, 15,000 people in that stadium. Well, 5,000, so, I, I mean, you can spread out nice and easy there. So I really don't have a big issue with it. Um, uh, I like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take some football over no football, and we had nothing last year. So if we can actually get some football played this year, I'm all for it. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all. I'd rather I take this than have another canceled season. Okay. I. Uh... Knowing the current state of the uh, BC provincial government and their 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 restrictions that they have put on know. things right now, there's not a hope in fucking hell there will be a season in BC. Uh, I don't know. It, I think it's too early to say that. I mean, it, we're still four months away from that, so a lot can change in that time. So I 100 I mean, yeah, percent agree with you. But who knows? Um, I'm not saying that this is a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. I think we're closer to a season now than we were at any time last year, but we still got to see this play out because there's still, uh, it can get good or it can get worse. So, I mean, right now I think it's very much up in the air. It's a coin flip as far as I'm concerned. You know, what I think is going to happen is if there's no CFL season this year, is you're going to see a mass exodus of guys retiring. I really do believe Oh, yeah, it. I've, I've said they, that before. They've put their life on hold for two years. They've got to go out and get real jobs. Yeah. Some of them, the educated ones anyways. You know what I mean? So. And I think there's also the option that you could see some teams – depending on what's going on with their provincial situation, play at least a portion of their home games in a different city. Not necessarily a bubble, so to speak, but you could have, let's say, let's say BC doesn't give approval, at least for the first, at least six weeks. Then maybe you see them play their home games in Edmonton or Calgary. Maybe not the whole season, but maybe a portion of it. I think that's still a potential. I, I, if BC can't play football in their stadium, that that's pretty much the end of that season. They're, they're just going to throw the towel in for the season. Hmm. Well, then, like Will said, then you might see the mass exodus. Well, we've seen yeah, a good chunk of it now. Yeah, exactly. And if it cancels a second season, it's going to get worse. Here's something else for you guys to chew on. And I I just look at it. It's not on the agenda anywhere. 
So apparently the Board of Governors got together yesterday to vote on this meeting. Okay? And it was unanimous almost to go through with with the season. Okay. Do you know who voted against it? MLS Toronto. And why did they do that? Because they don't want to lose any money because they're a corporation and corporations are sociopaths and the only thing they care about is the bottom line. But they do have, would you agree that they do have lots of money? Yes, they have copious yep. amounts of money. Okay, so what is their, what is their agenda? You get this okay, thing with the so XFL they, happening. Well, so so they bought this team and... We really haven't seen attendance increase, have we, in, nope. in Toronto? And have they, have they marketed this team more than the last people that owned it? No. 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 Okay. In fact, they might be worse. So my question is, why did they buy the team? Mm-hmm. Well... If you're into conspiracies, and in, in some cases I am, you could say they bought it to fold it to make their chances of an NFL team better. Okay. Charles obviously listens to conspiracy theories quite a bit. Sometimes, that's sometimes what I, don't. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking myself. Yeah. And that's what a whole lot of people are thinking. Christopher, what do you think about that? Uh, honestly, I I believe the conspiracies, the, con- the concept of a conspiracy theory or a concept of a conspiracy, and let's look at some of the big throughout history. The conspiracy theory out there right now is that Judge uh, Kennedy was not killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay, well, I'm sorry, but the conspiracy is actually the fact that trying to say that he was. Okay, it's not people who want the truth that are the conspiracy nuts. The conspiracy nuts are the ones who are out out throwing out junk out there and expecting people to believe it. And they do. Right. Same with 9-11. Same with. And I'm a little confused on the COVID concept of things because I, I don't know, but we're not going to go there right now. It's a different conspiracy. Um, so, but this would truly be one. The conspiracy is that MLD is trying to crash the CFL and trying to crush the Toronto Argonauts. I'm not sure that that's the case because if I remember correctly, when they did buy them the first time around, they moved them to BMO Field and this and that. And yeah, I know they weren't as welcome because the TFC was there and they didn't move their banners over. But then they, they started changing the colors and make it more like an Argo home as opposed to a TFC home. And, you know, they started to do things. But that was when um, – Larry Tannenbaum and Bell Media owned them, right? That was before MLSE was involved. Well, they they are two-thirds of MLSE. Right. 
okay? Let's get this straight, okay? Larry Tannenbaum, Bell Media, and Rogers is MLS. Right. And Bell is bigger than Rogers. So I'm not buying that concept of that too much. Uh, so did things go south when Rogers came, finally said, okay, yeah, we want in too. We're being idiots, and yeah, I think we should – come on board with you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and then it became MLSE. Did things get worse then for the Toronto Argonauts? Or did things just they never get to. better? No, they never improved. That's for sure. Would they got it's, worse? That's debatable. Yeah. That's, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say here. Did they get worse? Okay. Did they get better? Did uh, You know, it did... Larry Tannenbaum and Bell Media do better for the Argos than David Braley. Now, you've got to realize, David Braley, this was just a Band-Aid. And, and, I don't know, think David just, Braley ever really wanted to own it. He just did it out of... Um, the love of the league. Out of, uh, exactly, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I... I I think things got better. They moved into BMO Field, you know, this, that, and everything else. And but it, it there wasn't a dra- any any form of drastic change from the philosophy of marketing, promotion, uh, yeah. staffing uh, in head office or on the field. I, I don't think anything really changed from when Braley had it to when. Cannonbaum uh, mm. and Bell took over. Now, did anything change when Cannonbaum <laughs> and Bell brought in Rogers and, and brought in the full size of MLSE? I don't know. Not it's much. hard to say. It not not much of anything changed. Okay. Did it get worse? I don't think so. Did it get better? I don't think so. so they're paying the bills. They're paying the bills, and there's still a team, right? Right. Uh, so the Will's question here is, why would MLSE not want a season this year? They don't want to lose money. They're a corporation. They don't want to lose money. They have tax. They have uh, shareholders that they are responsible to. And as a corporation who is responsible to their shareholders, in, in what circumstances would you play a CFL game? Or season, you're going to lose money mm-hmm. right now. If you can only have 15 or 25 percent capacity, you're going to lose money. And a corporation cannot lose money. It's irresponsible to its shareholders. It had to vote mm-hmm. no. It had to. Now, I'm not saying that um, Ottawa is not owned by a corporation or Calgary is not owned by a corporation, but those are different corporations they're not actually publicly traded responsible to shareholders there is only two or three shareholders in each team right okay we know who owns them literally they're not publicly traded i i'm not i'm unaware of uh calgary situation so i'm not going to make too big of rash statements but pretty much they're owned by the calgary flames or the 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 organization that owns the calgary flames 
but they they seem to be far more invested in terms of uh in terms of uh the CFL than the uh, MLSC is the Who? flames they've been trying to get a new the flames ownership yes they've been trying to get a new building and they certainly haven't um just let them sit stagnant like MLSC seems to have been Yeah. So yeah, it, it's kind of a tough, tough situation. And uh, as an art, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel real comfortable being an Argo fan. Well, probably but not. I, not right now. Right, but that's the team you got. So you have to be, you know, you have to be hopeful with it, right? I'm not overly happy with being a Lions fan with this ownerless team at this point in time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're owned by a dead guy. <laughs> so, um, Who left him a chunk of money to run the team. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. But, Apparently. you know, it, mm-hmm. let's, let's, let's face the facts. Uh, he ran the team and he ran the league, and both of those are kind of rudderless right now. Yep. So I I don't know I'm I'm kind of torn on what's going on here with the I believe MLSE is being responsible to their shareholders. They got outvoted eight to one. And they can say no, but at least they can go back to their shareholders and say, hey, we voted not to play, but we got outvoted. So right. they don't have a choice. No, they they do have a choice. They can hold the Toronto well, Argonauts out just, of this season. Yeah. I can't see them doing that, but they could. I don't they think could. that's going to happen. I don't think that'll happen either. But they, they could. I mean, they, they, they're within their right. Yep, that's true. People already hate Toronto as it is. Imagine if they did that. I'm sure yeah, that, uh, the people would... at TSN would not be very happy. What? I don't know if you even cause a blip with most people in Toronto. No, to be no, honest, I'm not talking about well, other actually, people. I, I I completely disagree with that statement. Well, uh, you're right. The attendance in Toronto is small. It's the worst in the league. Okay. the The amount of people that watch the CFL on TSN in the GTA is greater than the rest of Canada combined. So yeah, your 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 advertisement dollars for TSN or for Bell Media, MLS, whoever we're going to talk about here is is huge. A huge loss if Toronto doesn't play. Mm-hmm. That's and I'm not the saying those is. fans won't won't watch the the league because I'm sure that they watch Hamilton and I'm sure that they watch you know all the other teams. So 
that's the odd thing is that the the Argos have all sorts of trouble drawing people uh, at the games. But actually, when you look at the TV ratings, they do they do very well in the TV ratings in Toronto on TSN for their games. Yes, which is strange. Mm. Come on, Will. But I don't Talk know. to me. What's going on? Well, no, I, I, I'm just thinking what you said, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe that you, I'm gonna believe that that's the truth. So why, if if so many people watch, why don't more people go to the games? That's a good question. That's what I don't understand. Well, why don't more people go to the games in BC, Charles? Because it's a fucking pain in the ass to go to see a game in Vancouver. Well, I don't know what true. it's like to go to see a game in, in Toronto, and I can't believe that it would be any better than in, Van, in, in Vancouver. Uh, big cities like Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto should not have their stadiums in downtown core. It's stupid. Okay? Now, I, I know... Yeah, no, I get that. If I you look that. at Regina as a city, and you put the, the, the stadium downtown core of Regina, which isn't a real big core, but let's just say it's right downtown. I don't know the demographics or, or the geography or whatever of, of, of Regina, but I do know that people live, that city grows out in all directions. So does Calgary, so does Edmonton, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Va- Vancouver has an ocean on one side, a different country on another side, and a mountain range on the third side. There is only one way for that city to grow, and that's east. Okay? When you move everybody east, it just makes it more of a bottleneck to go into town, especially when you're dealing with rivers and bridges. Mm-hmm. Vancouver's a terrible city yeah. for transportation. And I've talked about this before, and so have you, CJ, that if you're living out here in the Valley in Abbotsford, say they're playing a Friday night game, you basically have to leave home at 2.30 in the afternoon for a 7 o'clock game, or you're not going to make it on time. It was an eight-hour day for me. Yep. Okay? Two hours in, two hours out, three-hour football game, and an hour to socialize or, or you know, look around after the game, before the game, whatever. You actually spend more time driving than you do watching the game. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it literally, uh, it was four hours for me to go see a, a three-hour game. Four hours of transportation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it it was an eight-hour day. And that's why I always complain about Thursday night games and why they never draw well on Thursday night games because, like, a lot of people in the the Valley, Langley, Surrey, Abbotsford, like, it's just not worth it at this point. No, because you're not until 12 o'clock in the morning. Right? And what about the people that are coming down from Gibson's or from Seashell or, or from Tory and Nanaimo that come over on the ferry? Yep. They simply can't go back 
late at night, yeah. you have to overnight, which is okay, but then you miss work on Friday. That's why he's not going to get those people. That's why you typically don't get those people on the weekday games. No, that's why those Thursday nights and Wednesday night games are absolutely stupid in BC. Sure, they probably draw just fine in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. So have them in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. I don't give a shit. Just don't, don't do them in BC. Doesn't make sense. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you don't get those people. Is that an echo, or are you repeating yourself? I always mumble to myself. Sorry about that. I got to remember like, mumbling right into my, my microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, where, 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 what are we talking about right now? Are we still talking about this season? We must be because I haven't gone on yep, to the we next one. <laughs> yeah, we are. So I, I don't know what they're going to do with the schedule. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. And well, I'm I'm not buying the conspiracy of MLSE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I know. I mean, I don't totally buy it either. But you know, I, I I and and I mean the part about the corporation and and they're trying to make money. I understand that, and I, I just. You know, why did they fucking buy the team in the first place? Well, I don't think they anticipated COVID. I'm not sure. Yeah, but they had. How how long have they how long have they owned the team before COVID? A year or two years? I think two years. Two years. MLSC or the other two? MLSE. I don't think MLSE has owned them for two years. I think their only season with ownership of the Argos was 2019. Um, let me see here. I'm trying to see if it says when they bought them. Because, um, because and, and I mean, we've also heard rumors about them trying to buy the entire league. Is that the reason they're trying to buy the entire league? Let's take it one step further. Okay, so they can so they can dump the entire league. Yeah, MLSE purchased the Argo in early 2018, so they've had two seasons. MLSE. Yes. Yeah. And purchased it from who? Uh, this is completed their purchase in early 2018. Uh, it doesn't say here. Who did own them before? Um, well, I mean, before MLSD fully came on, Larry Tannenbaum and uh, the other guy, whatever his name is, I uh, can't remember. What's the other guy's name? Bell Media. Or, or Bell Media. Sorry, it's not a guy. It's Bell Media. Uh, they owned it before it was a full MLSE. Um, I'm just trying to see if it well, says in, here. Well, in the beginning, Christopher, Bell Media was one guy, so. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I know, I know, but come on. Alexander Graham Bell's been dead for 200 years. <laughs> or at least I, and I don't believe he owed a stick on the Argos, so. Um, 
You know what? It doesn't say when Larry Tannenbaum bought the Argos. Why does it not say that? In fact, I'm on his Wikipedia page, and it doesn't even mention the Argos. How's that for... For... Uh, that's really great. Anyways, I don't know. That's really helpful. Does not say. But I think Larry Tannenbaum and Bell owned the Argos for a couple years, at least, before uh, the full uh, MLSE came on board. It's at least two years, I think. And then they brought in the rest, uh, the other part of MLSE, which is Rogers. Who, I might add, had a lot of people pissed off at them this week. And why is that? Because they had something like a 14-hour outage and people couldn't use their cell phones. Oh, fuck. Uh, My Rogers? Oh, I was so mad. It was awful. They said that they're going to give Why? their customers money back. They're probably going to give them five bucks or something. Why was it? Why was it so awful? I couldn't play you my couldn't game. Phone out, and no one could phone you. <laughs> you what? I couldn't get online to play my game. <laughs> what? What game is that? I got to know. Oh, Candy Crush. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, is is this what this world has come to? People, people, people have have nervous breakdowns when their phones don't work? Really? That's terrible. Nowadays. That's terrible. Yeah, no, I it, 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 there was there were people losing their mind all over the place. Okay, so um let's see what happens here. Braley took over from uh Cinnamon and uh Sokowski. Uh in two thousand fourteen uh Larry Cannonbaum bought the Argos and sold it to Killer Sports and Bell Canada who own a stake in MLSE, and that was 2014. And then Rogers was not interested in having ownership in the Argos. And then Argo Holding Partnership, and then Bell Kemmer owns da-da-da-da franchise on December. So they bought it on December 30th, 2015, officially. okay. Okay. Hmm. And then on December... 13, 2017, MLSE announced that it would acquire the Argos. The sale transferred ownership from Talman Bombs, Kilmer Sports, and Bell Media uh, to uh, MLSE. The sale was finalized January 19, 2018. So MLSE would have owned them for 2018 and 2019 season. And and, and so, yeah, two seasons. Kilmer Sports owned them for 2016 and 17. So they owned it for and two who is years. That? Who is Kilmer Sports? It was Kilmer Sports. It, that's Larry Tannenbaum's company. Oh, okay. Okay. His company is called Kilmer Sports and then Bell Canada, and the two of those two owned 50% partners 
and then MLSE came in. Right. Okay. Okay. And and, I, I and bought know. it out. Bought that out. Uh, so Tannenbaum actually ends up with less ownership of the Argos. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. So that they 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 each had it. The Argos. We're, how's the way to say this? Braley, since Braley sold the team, the Argos have had four seasons. Two of them were with Tannenbaum, and two of them have been with MLSE. Two years isn't really a lot to change much, especially no. when you're dealing with committees and, and, and large organizations. If you are David Braley, you can come in and fire everybody and start over in – 36 hours uh corporations don't move like that especially billion dollar ones and tip mind you the first year you own things you're just uh you know you're just sizing everything up and see how everything going you're you're learning the ropes at that point so Really, you're just, uh, it's more of exploratory at that point. Yeah, you are. But, you know, hopefully that, you know, they didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater when when Tannenbaum sold it to MLSE, that, you know, the majority of the people were still in play. Yeah, you know, they had to put some new people in position in play. But, yeah, I mean, the majority of, uh, of let, well, let's go look, senior executives. Uh, the president was Michael Copeland from 16 and 17, and it's Bill Manning, 18 and 19. So they had a new president. Uh, they had a new general manager in, uh, 17 and nine to 19 was, uh, Jim Pop. Yeah. And then, uh, Pinball Clemens has came in. I don't know. Did he, he never had the the team for any part of that season, did he? Nope. He, uh, he I don't came believe in so, after. no. Mm. Is, is so. Pop still the G- No, Pop's not the GM there anymore, is he? No, no, no. No, no Pop. Jim Pop. No. No, no, no. Whoa, he was fired in 2019. Pinball Clemens right. is the GM he got rid now. of him, Pinball Clemens. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was president, not GM. Well, maybe he's both. I don't know. But uh, he is the GM. You're right. Thank you for that vote of confidence. You're welcome. Uh, Ryan Dinwiddie is the head coach. <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> This is funny. Because they, they are so undefeated. They they also signed ninety percent of the players in the CFL in the offseason. So no kidding, it's like every oh, ninety like so many of the top level free agents went to Toronto. It was just one after another. And they are definitely not the youngest team in the CFL. They got some old guys on that team. No, they did get older. That's certainly true. 
They also got Matt Nichols now, so there's that. Yeah, they're going to be good. <laughs> they don't have Matt Nichols. Yes, they do. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, sorry. Ottawa's got Matt, Matt Nichols. Nichols in the Ottawa's Ottawa's got got the yeah, yeah. No, they, their quarterback they, is Nick Arbuckle, have, Kelly Bryant, they, they and Antonio Pipkin. They did have Matt Nichols in 2020, and he was yes. outstanding that year. Yeah. Well, he didn't he lose didn't a game. Play a single game for him. They still didn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. yeah let's get rid of this guy. What does that tell you? <laughs> what does that tell you? Yeah, so, yeah, they have three quarterbacks right now, uh, Nick Arbuckle, Kelly Bryant, and Antonio Pipkin. And they have a fourth guy, Nick Tyena. Tyano? Tyano? So, anyhow. But, yeah, they have a, they have a, a monster, monster team. But, yes, they are getting older. I mean... Enoch Moam, Bear Wood. What is, what is the red and what is the Italian American players? Bold is global players. It doesn't say what's red and what's blue. Hmm. So to be fair, though, a 14-game season probably is an advantage to Toronto, which is an older team. Yes. It would be. Their, their geriatrics ward would not be that full. Right. They, they might actually hold the team together. This, a 14-game season might be actually quite nice. Yeah, they might like that. Might actually uh, be advantageous for Mike Riley, too, while we're at it. Yes, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that he, he chooses to play. Come on, guys! You got this. Is a show you have to you need to talk a little bit, okay? Did you know that Mike Tyson is playing a defensive back for the Toronto Argonauts? I didn't know that. He's got to do something for money. Had no idea. Okay, let's move on. We're 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 kind of off off kilter here. We're strictly on the Toronto Argonauts here, and we need to do that. Uh, some CFL owners believe the league could survive a second cancellation if need be. Oh, we didn't do that. The league is league is hoping to start with at least twenty five percent capacity for the stadiums as part of the restart plan. Well, I don't know how possible that really is because uh, Rick Lershall. Rochelle? What's his name? Charles, president of BC Lions. Larishelle. Larishelle. That's what I thought. That's what it says. Rick Larishelle. He says that BC Place can run at 17 to 18% of, of the lower deck. Okay? 17 to 18% of the stadium? No. 17 to 18% of the lower deck, which is about four to 5,000 fans in the building. 
which I guess right. is about third the capacity or a quarter the capacity of what it normally is. Because weren't they averaging okay. about 18,000 fans last year or in, in 2019? Who, BC? Yeah. Really? Really? I thought it was more like 12. No, 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 no. They I were, could be wrong. 12 is their break-even point. They've been they've been oh, okay. averaging about 18, 18 a season. It's got okay. down to that way. Hello? Yeah. Oh, you guys can start. You stop talking. Why stop talking? That doesn't mean the show needs to die. That means that you need to talk or Charles needs to talk or something like this, okay? Charles I, hasn't I, talked for 10 minutes. Is he still there? I don't know. Charles, I guess I should, there? I should look. Oh, no, he ha- he's not. He's dropped. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be why he's not talking. Okay. Uh, he's probably screaming at you right now. <laughs> Charles, you got to talk. Charles, you got to talk. What the fuck's the matter with you? Oh, oh, oh no. I, 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 I just hit the end episode button. That was close. Oh, Lordy. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Hang on, hang on. Um, I got to get Charles. I ain't just, right. Yeah, go ahead. You talk. Say something. <laughs> what were you just talking about? Oh, I don't my know. God. I, I know, because the agenda kind of, sorry, Charles, sucks this week. Um, I, was, I was asking Charles questions. He, I was getting mad because he wasn't answering. I know. I know. And the poor guy is probably screaming at you. Um, can, no wonder oh, you weren't answering my goddamn of, questions, Charles. What the hell? I got this. I got all of a sudden it just cut off. I don't know why. Okay, so I was making some important comments here and and and, and looking for confirmation from you, and you you were saying and shit. And giving you shit for not talking. <laughs> oh, I love this show. I was waiting to. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so let me go back and say this again. The league is hoping to start with a 25% capacity for the stadiums as part of the reset restart plan. Right. BC Lions president Rick Larichelle says that BC play, they will have the plan is to have 17 to 18% of the lower deck which translate to about 4 to 5,000 fans. This is not 17 or 18 or 25 percent of the entire stadium just the lower no. deck so that is a four to five thousand fans which is about 25 percent of what they were getting in attendance in 2019 because we were i think we averaged about 18,000 or something like that wasn't it 18 and change roughly yeah 18 and change yes I think they were, they might have been just over 19. I'm not entirely sure what the exact number was, but it was in that ballpark. So, yeah, it'd be about, yeah, about a third. Yeah, so that's I 
I'm not overly confident with that um, that number. What do you mean? How so? Well, it's it's not a good number to have for uh, 17 to 18% is not 25% of the capacity of the stadium. I think they're um, um, trying to have a lower number because it's what they think they can get, what they, they think they might be able to get at least at first. I think that's why. I mean... Because if we were like, I think they're just trying to keep it low off the beginning. I mean, I I perform more, but I'm fine with it, to be honest. I'd like to have it a little bit higher, because that that place is cavernous at the best of times. Yes, 18,000, it seems, empty at times. Imagine what 5,000 is going to look like. Yeah, it, 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 it's just terrible and disgusting. It'll be awful. It'll look worse than the high school championships. Oh, I think it would be on par. Yeah, maybe. Could be, could be like a CIS football game. Mm-hmm. In that big uh, place, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, who knows? I, I think CIS is it, there's there's more people there. <laughs> no, there's not. At times, yes. Uh, you've always never watched a game in Calgary. If there's a if there's a hundred players and they each have two parents, there's about two hundred people in the stands. <laughs> and then if you throw in cousins and aunts, there's about about two hundred and fifty. Yeah, the stands. Speaking of cousins and aunts, did you notice that the birth rate's dropping? Ever since they banned family. Mean? Functions. <laughs> Are you talking about Saskatchewan? Are you talking about Saskatchewan, Christopher? I am, yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. Oh my God, you're going to get so much hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, well, you were the first person to mention Saskatchewan. Yeah, but they don't know my number, so mm, that's a good point. It's all it's all for Christopher Jones because he yeah, likes blame me. people, and he's got nothing he's got nothing to do on his excavator for ten hours a day. So yeah, okay. Uh, okay, uh, you guys gotta kind of make conversation for a couple minutes. I just got yelled at, so I have to go out and find out. Okay, let's okay. talk about let's. Let's talk about the next article. Uh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Because seeing as we're at, it's uh, 9.20 and we're on segment two. Um, yeah, no, we're actually on segment four. Aren't we? I guess te- technically segment. Well, they've kind of been segment three. So uh, 
we'll go to segment four now. Uh, no, we already talked. Seg- we already we already talked about segment four while you weren't here. <laughs> oh, okay. But we did. We we didn't really. Well, this was okay. the one about I some thought- of the CFL owners saying that uh, the league uh, could survive a second canceled season. Yeah. Uh, it's like Christopher said, anything's possible. Sure. Right? Anything's possible. I mean, but as Will said earlier, uh, there's a good chance that, um, or at least uh, the possibility uh, that you'd see a max exodus of players leaving the CFL if a second season were, can- were canceled and the players didn't get to play this year. And that's Which true. I also think but, is true. But on the other hand, think about it this way. Um, there's probably lots of players out there that we don't know about that would play. Okay. Yep, that's helpful. And 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 I'm thinking the CFL salary cap would go down, or salaries would go down if they hired a bunch of new guys, right? Well, yeah, because the, the odds are, of course, new guys coming in are not going to command the guys, the veterans. So that is probably that true. Is correct. Yeah. That is so correct. I mean, it's kind correct. of a. So, 50% this way, 50% that way. So, uh, yep. you know, I still have my doubts, So uh, I know what a lot of people are saying. I just think that if they miss the second uh, straight season, because you got to look at it. For the most part, every other league is back playing. Even the junior hockey, college sports, they're back playing. All the other pro leagues are going to be playing. They're going to just get completely lost in the shuffle especially in terms of media, because media is, uh, like I've said, made many times before, especially in bigger cities like Toronto, like Vancouver, like Montreal, the CFL scraps and fights for media coverage all season long at the best of time. They scrap for media coverage during Grey Cup season. Yeah. Here they'd be looking at the prospect of not playing for two years straight. The media is not yep. going to look even care in these. Uh, in these, uh, they're they're going to be way out in in the other way. I think I, this is what I think, and I think that they're completely. Um, uh, that's a big time uh, issue, and that's one that not a lot of people have thought about. But I mean, I just I think it's uh, a dangerous, dangerous risk. And if you do get a lot of the high profile players retiring and leaving and going to the, uh, you know, retiring, going somewhere else or whatever, and you're bringing in a bunch of new guys, how much coverage are they going to get? I don't know. I just True. think it's, it, there's a huge risk to it. Well, but I still but I still think there's always, there's always I mean, let's face it, okay? Me and you are going to watch CF, CFL football regardless, right? Right. Of course we are. And it doesn't matter if it takes two years or three years or four years or five years, okay? We're still going to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure yep. there's lots of people out there like us, okay? Yeah. And, this, this, uh, the league could take ten years off, and I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because there's nothing else to do in merit other than watch TV. So, but they close that down because you guys have COVID all over the place, so. Um, oh yeah, there's one case you know. in the high school. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but think of it. That's the third wave. Okay, so that means you must have had three cases in total, right? Okay, so look out. It could be a disaster. And I'm just glad that the vaccinations are out there now. 
so all 27 people in Merritt can get it. So, <laughs> anyways, to stop to stop the pandemic. 26. Anyways. TJ said he's not going to get it, so it'll be 26. Not oh, okay. Only 26. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, like like some of us will watch CFL if it can stop for 10 years and we'll still watch it. Okay. Like 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 mm-hmm. we've talked about numerous times, there's still Baltimore Stallion fans out there. Okay. Yep. It, it's 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 going to be the same thing. So. So yeah, I, I guess they probably could last another year and not play football. Mm-hmm. And in reality, if 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 we talk like CJ was talking, if you're a business owner, the reality would be to postpone it for another year, so that you don't lose any money next year or the year after, right? Well, so I I, I don't believe they don't lose. I mean, they're still paying people. They still lose money. E- well, yeah, even no, though they're, they're not playing still football, paying, guys. Okay, right. so that. they're losing but money. Let's say. Not lose as much money. If they play a season without fans, they will lose astronomical money. If they don't play right. a season, they'll lose minimal money. It's more you of know, a controlled I, cost for them if they don't play. Right. I listen, I'm guessing I if they don't play, to, they don't. I listened to an interview the other day with Dave Dickinson and the best part he said about COVID was he got to coach his son's uh, 14 year old football team last year. Cool. And he said he had lots of fun doing it. Oh, shit. He said he had lots of fun doing it. So. Oh, Mark got new picks in. Mark just got new picks in. Well, that's okay. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. Obviously. Mark's got Obviously new he's picks. had a busy day at Obviously he's had a busy day at work today. I think he should be penalized two games because he picked the wrong teams. <laughs> okay. So Mark's picks are Montreal, BC, Winnipeg, and Ottawa. Montreal, BC, Winnipeg, and Ottawa Ottawa. You see, and I'm gonna. Can you get him, Mike? I just want to put this out there. He says he rolls the dice. I'm gonna call bullshit on that. Yeah, because a couple of those are completely opposite of what we picked. Okay, so yeah, I don't think so. But okay, whatever. Anyways, I'm just I'm just still annoyed at Winnipeg fans in general. So. Sorry to take it out on you, Mark. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Anyways, let's shit, go on to shit, the next article. Happens. Let's go on to the mm-hmm. next article. This one, the next article is funny, okay? Yeah. It's funny. Okay. Is this the one? What are you, what are you talking about, William? The one where Arashmadani thinks uh, Redbird Capital is going to finance the CFL this year. Okay? (laughs) Why on earth would they do that? Can somebody explain the reasoning behind this? 
Well, this is the MLSE is a larger court. The, the assets of MLSE are greater than the lo- assets of Redbird. Uh, yeah. Americans think Redbird Capital is this amazing organization, but MLSE is bigger. Yeah. Not, not because the shareholders are bigger. The actual holdings of the company are larger. So okay. I'd, Redbird Capital really doesn't own anything substantial from my understanding. They own a bunch of teams in Europe and stuff like this. They're basically a soccer organization, are they not? Am I thinking I of the wrong no group here? Redbird? I have no clue. Yeah, who is Redbird? Yeah. No, Redbird is The Rocks. Um, it's not The Rocks. No, it is. Redbird Capital is – oh, sorry. I believe Redbird Capital uh, is actually belongs to The Rocks' business partner, Danny Garcia. Yes. And they do okay. have uh, holdings in soccer. Yeah, it's mostly soccer. Yes. They're, they're, Redbird Capital has a uh, assets under management is $4.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the companies that they own are not impressive. I'm trying to find the uh, yeah, Redbird Capital Partners companies this must there must be another oh no here we are sports um they own well no they do own quite a bit they own the fenway they're they own the fenway sports group which owns the boston red sox uh mm-hmm. new england sports uh new england sports network and so on they yeah. own uh nfl on location experiences which is the Official hospitality of the NFL, whatever right, that means. but it's not a team. No. In fact, the only real team they own is the called the Football Toulouse Football Club, which is a, a European soccer team. Well, they own the Red Sox. And the Red Sox, correct. The Fenway Sports Group, which is the team that own, which is the uh, parent company of the Boston Red Sox. And also the parent company of Liverpool Football Club in in yes. Britain, England. Yeah, England. And, and, yes. and, and Fenway Park and a few other things, Fenway. right? Yes. Uh, Rush and... Racing, by the way, too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to look at those. Uh, I mean, the Boston Red Sox is one of the most valuable sports franchises in in North America. Well, are, okay, let's put them in the top ten. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you're going to put them in the top ten. I honestly don't know uh, if you can put the Boston Red Sox in the top ten. You put them in the top ten of baseball, but, you know, are you going to put them above some of the, the, the NFL teams? I don't think so. I, I'm okay with them being an important foot, uh, baseball team, without question. Mm-hmm. But I don't think overall, in, in value of, of uh, sporting teams in North America, Boston Red Sox are not in the top five. Hmm. Okay, I'm just looking up the – yeah, you're right. Uh, they're actually uh, 13th in, nor- in terms of 
valuable sports franchises in North America. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have put them in the top ten, so I would have been right. No, they're not in the top ten. Doesn't that doesn't mean that they're they're not valuable, but I mean if you look right. at all of the all of Redbird's uh, assets only equal four point five billion. Shit, I think there's yeah. some NFL teams that are worth more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and they don't well, own the I'm Red Sox outright deal. They own a portion. What I'm com- what I'm comparing them to is some money in the CFL. Okay. And I mean. Because they, they're saying that they're going to write a check for the CFL to run this year. I don't. Why would Why would they do that? They wouldn't, unless they're so thinking the about buying the entire crap. league. Unless they are going to right. buy the league. Right. Yeah, I don't know where they got this, where Rashford Danny got this idea. Well, I don't know where he gets most of his ideas, but I mean. I don't think that's ever been said by anybody. I, I, I just think he was bored and needed something to write about because I don't know why they, they would but do that. He that the sense. shit up as he goes along, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, I know they're talking with the, the merger and anything, but that's not a merger. It's just because one partner, there's two teams going to merge, that doesn't mean one partner is just going to prop the other one up. That's what... what and if you have to do that, why would you want to merge with them in the first place? Depends on what you're getting for it. Yeah, I mean, it obviously have to be given. No, take, no. But, uh, you, you know, why did, you know, tell us by your company? Well, yeah, I guess right. for the, yeah, you're buying it for the, for the accounts and for the, so on. Yeah. Yeah, for the futures. Right. Okay, so right. We'll you're, just, you're buying we'll the goodwill just... and the goodwill of the CFL, although it doesn't seem very large and we're criticize, we criticize it a lot. Uh, it, it, it is substantial. Otherwise, TSN wouldn't be giving them the money that they do, this and that, and everything else wouldn't be happening, right? Uh, and right. you also have to look at not one of us believes that the CFL is being run correctly. No. Um, okay. No one. No one buys a company expecting to do worse than the previous owner. Of course not. Right? So if these guys bought the CFL, they would have to believe that they are going to be able to turn a better profit than the current board of governors, because otherwise, why would you do it? Right. True. Correct. Okay. You know, this is not an organization that is uh, investing money into another organization because of passion or the love of the sport. This isn't a David Braley, Bob Young type of enterprise, okay? This is an MLSE enterprise that says, why are we doing this if we're going to lose money? How are we going to do this to make money? Because that's what corporations do. They're sociopaths. They don't give a fuck about anybody. They don't care about the fans. They don't care about the players. They don't care about the media. They don't care about anything. They only carry, carry about how much profit they will make this year. Mm-hmm. Okay? And their goal is to buy something that is undervalued, undermarketed, and turn it around. Now, whether that's MLSE buying the Toronto Argonauts, or Redbird Capital buying the CFL, 
Red Capital partnering with the CFL? I don't know. Why did they buy the XFL? In what goddamn world does it make sense to buy the XFL? This is something that's gone bankrupt twice. Mm-hmm. Why would you do it? To make money, to turn it around and make money off to of it. To turn it around and make money. Because they believe that they could yeah. do it where others have failed. Right. Okay? <laughs> so That's why you, so many people ask, have bought the Toronto Argos. <laughs> and, and you asked the question, why would they prop up the CFL? Because they believe they can make money with it. Right. But that only makes sense if you believe they're going to pretty much buy the league because uh, well they have to buy something they're going to or at least buy a portion of it yeah they're going to end up with a fifty percent ownership of the CFL at the bare minimum right and maybe more than that if they're propping them up yeah and is that just the league or how many teams does that include? Right now, they own every team in the XFL. I've said before I would not have a problem with one organization owning all of the teams. I personally, I love the concept of uh, community-owned teams if there was a corporation owned the league and, and controlled the teams. Okay. But um, I mean, but I mean, but I mean, where does where does it show that that actually works? Where? What do you mean? Where 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 is there an example that that will actually work? I it, it works in a lot of things, just not in. I haven't seen it in a sports organization yet. Right, and the XFL has tried twice now, and it has. I, I don't believe that's true. What do you mean? They've, tried, they've, they've owned everything, and, that, and they failed at that. Right. But, but look at who, who is running them, okay? Um, I, I don't – I don't care about ownership. I don't own a single thing. I know that that's important to a lot of people to own their house or own their car or own this or own that because they take pride in ownership. I I don't own a thing. I control many things. Ownership just means somebody can take it away from you. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if you don't have ownership, then you're judgment-proof. That's true. Okay. So I honestly believe that every if every CFL team was community-owned, okay, so that the fans had a vested interest in their particular team, and the city had a vested interest in the particular team, but the team was run like a franchise, like a Tim Hortons franchise of the CFL – who is owned by one single entity, not a collection right. of nine entities. Right. Okay. Are you following me? 
I'm yeah. following you. Okay. They, I mean, the CFL is the, wag, the, the tail wagging the dog. Any way you look at it, right? It is the owners telling the league what to do. Yes. That's not that. the way it should be played. So what I think you should do is back off the ownership and, and not have these big, deep pockets. Although I do believe that the league should be the deep pocket. I don't know. I, I'd love to see that concept. Now, yeah, I, could, I, go ahead, Will. Go on. No, go, no, ahead. go ahead. I, I, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that too. But nobody has ever proven that it works in in professional sports. Right. Okay. That doesn't. That you know what that means? Nobody's proved that it doesn't work. Right. Well, it's a glass half full or half empty. Right. It just means that the glass is refillable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I could see a partnership between Redbird Capital and MST owning the CFL, XFL. Taking a stake in both. What's your thought? Yeah, okay. Well, uh, I, yeah, I you know what? Go ahead, Joe. It's an interesting concept because Will said he's never seen anyone uh, really uh, made it successful before. But I don't know if anyone's really tried all that much to do a situation like that. He points to the XFL, but in the case of the XFL, the league owned all the teams, but they didn't franchise it out to a different owner. They just ran ran all the teams. And in a situation like that, what makes it interesting and intriguing to me is if you do have like a team owner, that isn't pulling their weight, that isn't running the team the way it should be run, they can revoke the franchise from those people. Which I find interesting because then if you do have the separate team owners, they've got to run things properly or risk having the team taken away from them. I don't think the way the situation is now, the league can take – uh, teams away from the owners because they are privately owned. No, I know an owner. And the league an owner has to give state. up control. Right, but in and that has happened too many times. Right, but in this situation, it's different because the owner, the ultimate owner of the franchise, is the league. So if someone's not running it properly, they can take that person out and install someone who could run it properly. So You're just uh, firing the manager. At, you're not removing an owner. Yeah, right. Right? So, so I, don't, I don't think that anybody would actually, un, under my theory, and my, my, my philosophy here isn't uh, totally off base, is that you would, the, the league would install a president, general manager, or a, not a general manager, but a president, 
executive officer of, of the team and, and right. a board of directors, so to speak. And then the ownership of the team, uh, and I don't mean ownership as in uh, uh, profit sharing, profit shares, just pride in ownership. Yeah, I'm not talking about a franchisee. I'm talking that, because that would mean that somebody is making money off of it, and I don't think that there's money to be made off of these teams. Okay, and and, and that hmm. goes back to a lot of things. I don't think there's money to be made off of these teams at this point in time. Is there money to be made off the league? Yes. Okay. And some teams will take more money than other teams. Some teams will be profitable. Others won't be. Uh, the goal would be to make them all profitable, at least 90, 95% of them. Uh, but I still think pride and ownership has a lot to do with a fan base. And I'm going to harp okay, on that one yeah. forever. Like, seriously, Charles, would you not pay $1,000 to have a share of the BC Lions? Yes, it's a lot I of money for would, you. Yes. It's, a, it's a lot of money for you and, and, and your situa- family situation, and I know that, okay? But True. would you do it? Uh, you know what? If it worked out where I could make payments on it and so on, sure, I probably would. Yeah, I, $100 payment, $100 a month payments. Yeah, sure, I'd do okay? that. How many people in BC would do that? You know how many fans BC Lions have. Not how many show up to games, but how many fans there are. Mm-hmm. How many people would buy a share at $1,000? Mm-hmm. Do you think you could sell 20,000 shares in BC? I think that could be yeah, done I don't without a that, question. I don't think that's a stretch at all. Okay. That's $20 million. You probably sell more. Yep. Okay. Could you do that in Regina? Could you do it in Winnipeg? Easy. Could could yeah. you do it in Toronto? I'm of not even going to say you couldn't. Of course he could. Uh, of you course got enough people there that would do that. Well, they watch it on TV. I think it, you'd probably oh. be the it would be the biggest franchise out of all. I think that you'd raise more money than you would in Saskatchewan. You might. I honestly think that that is the way in which this, the, the future of this league needs to go. And Redbird Capital and MLSE are just – it just needs to fall together. I mean, I said this two years ago. I went, wanted to see um, – or when, when The Rock bought the XFL. When he went into the XFL and said that, and the first thing that I said is, oh, God, why didn't you buy the CFL? Why can't we do something with it? Ambrosi, get on the phone and talk to the XFL. You guys need to do something together. And a year later, they're doing something together. When I come up with a vision statement and everybody looks at me as if I'm a fucking lunatic, I'm just a year or two before you guys realize that it's something real. Mm-hmm. I'm not touting my... my here but it's just it's it's a fact very few things that i come up with aren't a bad aren't aren't a good idea it's just that they're too early for people to grasp it and put it out there to the to the facebook group oh my god do i get trashed 
But in reality, I'm right. It makes a lot of sense. I would like to see Redbird Capital and MLSE buy the league, both leagues. Now, do we blend them together? Uh, that's still a question. I think we're going to get into that. I think we're going to we're, – we're running out of time. We only got 12 minutes left. Okay, fuck well, the we're name. We're not probably going to get to the end of the event agenda, so, but, I mean, it's not, not a big deal. Yeah, there's nothing on here, really. Uh, there was a he couple of things about- I wanted to – What's that, Charles? Oh, uh, Will? Who oh, cares about think? Edmonton's name? Yeah, I was who just going to say, who cares about Edmonton's name? game? Oh. Who cares about the global draft? Um, and who cares about Russ Jackson? Uh, Russ Jackson Nobody. has no interest in the CFL having four down football. Well, the CFL has no interest in who Russ cares? Jackson being a quarterback in the CFL, so who cares? <laughs> no different than I have any interest in what Alex Singleton has to say about the CFL. Hey, 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 Charles, we can, we can slash Russ Jackson ever being a guest on this show now. Okay. Yeah, probably. That's okay. <laughs> I think they, the, I think the chances were pretty minuscule to begin with, so that's okay. I'm still yeah, holding out okay. for Marcus Crandall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I had a thought. I did. On us somewhere. Speaking of Alex Singleton. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't remember the show. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I was going to ask Charles if he watches it. Which show? Oh, crap. Uh, it's a really, it's really disgusting. Um, oh, my God. Come on, Will. I can't remember. I'm getting old, Charles. Yeah, you've been, I'll, you've been I'll like that since we've known you, so I don't think that's really anything different. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll uh, find it for next week, Charles, because there's okay. a lead actor on this. There's a lead actor on this TV series that is the spitting image of Alex Singleton. <laughs> hmm. Is that ugly? Uh, okay. So let's, yeah, absolutely. Let's let's move on here. So there's a lot of talk about what's going to happen with the CFL, the XFL, what's going to happen, and the merging and the blending and everything else. And we got to talking about this last week, and we're going to talk about it really quickly. We only have nine minutes left in the show. I'm still not against the concept of four-down football, but I'm still still really kind of high on this concept of you got four downs. You don't make ten yards. You you turn the ball over. There's no field oh, goal, the there's no punting, out. there's no nothing else. Take the t- kickers out of the game. Uh, I, I know kickers aren't going to be happy with that one, but I, I, I like the idea. Even, even for me, Christopher, that is a stretch, okay? Why? As much as, as, much as I hate kickers, it's still a stretch. Well, you're the one who says right. that you, you have to go on third down no matter what. Well, once again, and I've said this numerous times, and the only way another football league will work is by playing three-down football. Because I think it makes it unique. And you're not, you're not trying to compete with the NFL because you're not going to compete with the NFL. No, you're not. Okay? We all agree with that. 
Okay. But we if you hundred percent agree down, with if that. You play, if you play four down football, you're competing with the NFL. Only if you play the same, the, the same rules it, of it, the NFL four down football. You can play other rules. You can play four down football with different rules. But it's not four down football. Well, it's not the same type well, of football. Yeah, but, the, the problem but that I have here, it, Will, the, the, the problem that I yeah. have with this is, and, and competing with the NFL, I 100% agree with you, 1,000% agree with you. No doubt, no question, no, no anything else. But how many people are there in America? 365 million. How many people in Canada? 36 and a half or something like that. Okay. Who has more people? America, America, right? Ten to one. Of course. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. watch four down football, whether it's in high school, college, or professional. They know four down football. That's what they do. But if we want but, that fan base, if we but, want that fan base, then we have to at least assimilate marginally to them. Okay, and that's mm-hmm. the question. That's the problem that what's going to happen right now with the XFL. We are going to assimilate with the American game. Right. The CFL, the, the Canadian game as we know it, is there's gone. A, there's a there's a well, the thing there's is, a big but here. There's a big but here. The the XFL has tried four down football. They have not the U- succeeded. And the USFL and the the WLAF and the WFL and the UFL. There have been lots of different leagues that have played four-down football that haven't survived. That's because they tried to compete with the NFL. Well, but in a sense, if you move move to four-down football, aren't you essentially then competing with the NFL? Because you're playing ball. I mean, I guess if enough of the other rules from the CFL stayed, like the bigger field and so on, then maybe it is a bit of a difference, but I don't know. Does the NHRA compete against the NASCAR? No, but that's a different kind of racing, though. Okay, so it's a different kind of football. Okay, fair enough. But it's still using cars. Okay, so just... All it has to do is be different. Don't be the same. But you have to keep the interest of the audience. And, and granted, I, I, I agree with you, Will, in the fact that if the American people actually got to know the, ga- three, the game of three-down football, they, they would love it. They would stop watching the NFL. I agree with they that. Might. I know. I know that. I know that that would happen. It's in my heart. I know that that would happen. But the fact but that we said, I don't think it would survive said, long enough to do that. Otherwise, it would have by now. But haven't we said, have, not, have we not said on this show numerous times that there are more American CFL fans than there are Canadian CFL fans? Yes. Just because of the sheer population? Yes. Okay, but let's let's compare. Let's look at how many NFL fans or are there in the in the in America compared to how many CFL fans there are in America. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, we're losing the race. 
But what you do is you do what the NFL does and you do what the Canadian government does and market the shit out of exactly. their league and, and COVID, okay? That's what the Canadian government has done. Market the shit out of COVID. And everybody's got it, and everybody's going to get a vaccine. You yeah, can do the I, I, same I, with the CFL. You market the shit out of it, okay? If there really was a pandemic, we wouldn't need the media to tell us there was one. This is the Three Minute Morning. Right at the three-minute mark, too. I'm so awesome. Um, and anyhow, I'm not, we're not going to bring COVID into this. I, I just want you to, to, to think about this for a bit, is that I think that the CFL is going to be forced to change. I, well, I was adamantly against I that agree. at the beginning. And I'm starting to realize that for it to survive – Greater things have to change than I want. But then is it the CFL anymore? It's not. The, it's always going to be the CFL. It's just yeah, not the when, CFL as we're used to. I mean, it's going to be a change. Right. But change is not always something to be afraid of. Sometimes change can be a, a positive overall. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate that, that depends on whether it's a sex change or not. Uh, okay. <laughs> that came out of left field, but we'll go with that. Okay. Well, there are some things um, that shouldn't change, okay? Apparently That's not. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. Football and gender think, are one of I those, think, right? I think we should keep all 72 genders in Canada, Okay. Yeah, if I had a nickel for every gender there was out there, I'd have two nickels and a bunch of counterfeits. <laughs> I think there should be three genders, male, female, and freak. Okay? <laughs> I think, and I freak think we're going to get more gender of all. I think we're going to get more hate mail. That's what I think. You know what I love about this? You know what I love about this podcast? It ain't fucking politically correct, and it never will be. Oh, boy, no kidding. Yeah. More fun this way, Charles. Trust me. <laughs> Anyways. What is it? Male, female, and degenerates? No, I mean transgender. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, we should continue this conversation yeah. next week because this is an interesting conversation. Oh, boy. Let's so let's podcast episode number 478. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. I am going to sign off right now. Charles, say goodnight very quickly. Good night, folks. We'll talk to you next week. And William. Good night, everybody. Go Owls. <laughs>